0: Life as we know it with Tom Walton.
1: Now that Labor Day is behind us, this fall's congressional and Senate races are ramping up big time, and our computers and phones are overwhelmed. The campaign pitches are about as welcome as a pimple on prom night, not that I remember prom night. Every time I go into my computer inbox, another half dozen solicitations have arrived from various political campaigns. Apparently, door-to-door campaigning now means monitor-to-monitor and phone-to-phone. I miss the old days when a candidate showed up at the door. It was a familiar and comfortable routine. He or she would knock or ring the bell. The dog would go nuts. I would hide. The candidate would eventually give up, leaving behind some swell souvenirs like a notepad bearing his or her name and a card that said, sorry I missed you. Many years ago, an especially imaginative candidate left not only his propaganda, but a brick. Attached was a note that instructed me to put the brick in the toilet tank and, quote, help us save water with every flush. It's not like that anymore. Not only are more and more campaigns waging their fights via computer, their efforts are getting personal and not necessarily in a good way. Candidates now address me by my first name in their computer messages. It's forced familiarity. And you know what they say about familiarity and what it breeds. Only 60 days to go, Tom, one will say. Help Jason close the gap on his opponent. Give us $100. We need it now, Tom, like today, okay? If $100 is out of my reach, they will accept 25 but they won't be as warm and fuzzy about it. Another campaign is thanking me for something I didn't do. You stepped up, Tom, thank you, their email reads. I stepped up? I gave, and I don't remember it? No, I didn't. It was a ploy to get my attention, and it worked. What if I really mailed off a check? Would they send flowers? What is it about midnight, anyway? One candidate implores me to get on board by midnight, or a fundraising goal will go unmet, evidently triggering a calamity of some sort. Unless they're threatening to outlaw my right to buy peach ice cream, I am unmoved. First thing you know, only outlaws will have peach ice cream. I would expect to get pitches like these from Ohio candidates, but now I'm getting pleas on behalf of a guy named Joe, who's running for a congressional seat in South Carolina. Evidently, the seat Joe covets is considered critical to the future of mankind. Help Joe and we all get to live. Ignore Joe and we all die. Although I'm paraphrasing here. Even a California politician is reaching out. A candidate for governor there is thanking me profusely for joining his team. Wait, what? What team? Where? Thanks so much for hopping on board with our campaign, he gushes. Maybe he's playing the guilt card, hoping I'll feel so bad that I haven't helped him yet that I'll hop on board right away. Sorry, sir, that train has left the station. I refuse to support the campaign that advised me recently that, quote, surely it is time to pull out all the stops. Just when we need a brick in our toilet tank, we get cliches. And please, don't call me Shirley. If you're running for something, don't call me Tom either. In fact, don't call me at all.
0: Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.